A quick side note. So, I forgot to upload this episode. I accidentally skipped it. So, I'm uploading it now for this week. Um, but it belongs with the principles of action. Alrighty. The Principles of Success. Season 1. Episode 7. So, today is the third episode of The Principles of Action. And the first thing I wanted to start off talking about is the importance of remembering that you're making progress and to continually make progress. So why is it important to remember that you're making progress? Because human beings are very easily discouraged. And this goes into the principle of hope later on. But this is where reflection comes in handy. So I don't remember how long ago this was. Uh, I was still living in Colorado, still working on my book. And my two best friends were living here in Utah, but down in the Bountiful area. And we were talking on the phone and they were talking about how they felt like we hadn't made any progress whatsoever. And we got to thinking and talking and I pointed out to them that when we turned 18, we were still living at home, we had no money, we had no cars, and I don't think any of us had kissed anybody yet, but I might be wrong about that one. Actually, I know I'm wrong about that one, because I definitely had kissed somebody before I was 18. Anyway, where was I going with this? Anyway, we were talking about it, and I, I figured out that it was real important to reflect on where you had been. Don't dwell in it, but reflect on where you've come. And you might not have made as much progress as you would like, but it's still okay as long as you're making progress. That's all that matters because we have a long time here on, on this earth. I don't think people easily frame it, frame time in their minds. At 20 years old, at 22 years old, it feels like you've been doing it for a while, but you still have another 80 to 100 years to go if medical technology keeps progressing forward. At 60, you feel like you might be done, but you probably still have another 20 years to go. You're only three quarters of the way there. Uh, and I believe it was, I believe it's Tony Robbins that say, says this, but he says that most people overestimate what they can do in a year and underestimate what they can do in a decade. And I full heartedly agree with that because I have all these different crazy schemes. I'm like, if I do this and this and this, I should get this by the end of the year. And then I don't. And then it's hard to remember that maybe I didn't quite reach it this year, but next year I very, very likely will reach it. For instance, the book I thought would take three months to write the first draft. It took me over a year to write the first draft. Um, the business, I thought I would get my first client in a couple of months. And it was a very long time of trying to figure out different sales tactics and marketing tactics to get somebody to trust me enough with their money so that way I could show them that I knew what I was talking about. And you just have to keep working at it because any progress is better than no progress. Because if, let's say you don't work at it and you really want it, you don't make any progress for years. Well, now you're, let's say you're 22 and want to get married and you don't go on any dates for 10 years. 
Well, now you're at 32, and are exactly in the same spot that you were before. Let's say that you really want to finish your degree, and you're 30-something, so it's a little awkward to go back to school at this point. If I, Some people seem to think that. I don't know why, but some people think that it's a little awkward to go back to school at that point. And they put it off for another 10 years. Well, now you're 40-something, and you still haven't finished your degree. So making any progress at all is better than none. And then I want to talk about consistency. Consistency is extremely important. And being a good procrastinator, this one I struggle with plenty of times. I mentioned the book that I needed to write 300 words. There was a very specific reason why I said 300 words. Because if I did 300 words every single day, then I would finish the book by the end of this year. Problem is, I also said it was not my priority. So it often doesn't get done. That, so what are your priorities? Make sh Whatever your priorities are, make sure that you do them. Because if you don't do them on a regular basis, then they will fall by the wayside and it won't happen. By making sure that you do it every single day, you'll get more done than if you tried to do a lot in one day. It's, e it's easier to get a little done every day than a lot one day. And especially if that one day is in the future, because the future never happens. Or anything that you say to do later rarely happens. Someday is not a day in the calendar. There's Monday and Tuesday, but there is not someday. So make sure you do a little bit every single day. It doesn't have to be a whole lot. In fact, I'm going to talk about this more in depth when I talk about goals in particular, but there's a tactic that I learned that I really love, and it's called the low bar, high bar method. And I got it from the Tamed Course by Improvement Pill, I believe. And what it is essentially is your brain is very good at rationalizing yourself out of work because work takes energy and your brain wants to conserve energy. And the low bar, high bar method is the high bar is where you actually want to be. So let's say a fitness example is you want to do 50 push-ups and you want to do that daily. The low bar of this method is what's a number so low that no matter how tired you are, you can't convince your brain not to do it. And in this example, it might be five. Another example is, or another fitness example is going to the gym. Your low bar might be you just have to go to the gym and work out for two minutes. Generally what will happen, the reason why this method works is because generally what will happen is you'll get there, you're already started, momentum is a big principle, and then you'll go, well, I'm already here, might as well start. I might as well do the full amount. A scriptural example for my church people is, or any general study example, is you might have a goal of reading a chapter a day, but you can read a verse or a paragraph as your low bar. Then you're started, and you're beginning, and you're like, you know what, maybe I'll read a little bit more. So that's just going off on a little bit of tangent. I probably will talk about it again when I'm covering goals, just to remind everybody, but that's a good tool for being consistent, is the low bar, high bar method. And next I want to talk about is doing the small things. because. It's easy 
to do a lot of the things that are successful. It's also easy not to do a lot of the things that are successful. An easy thing to do to be successful is, or it's simple to, because it is hard, but it is simple to do it, is simple not to do it. Good example is, it isn't complex to do push-ups. Everyone pretty much knows the routine. It's also very easy not to do the push-ups because it's tiring. So you gotta make sure that you do the small things. The apple a day keeps the doctor away. Uh, and actually there is some evidence for that, but our apples are not our ancestors' apples. Uh, if you've ever put an apple on a shelf, watch how long it lasts compared to pretty much any other fruit or vegetable. They last for freaking ever. Just doing the little small things. A lot of people need to lose some weight, especially in America. And they talk about all these big major things that they're going to do. Yeah, I'm going to go to the gym all the time. This is going back to just doing it. Where all they really need to do is start walking. If they just started walking every single day for 20 minutes, they would develop the ha habit of fitness. Financial stuff, doing the little things. Don't eat out five times a week. Maybe eat out three times a week. Or be like me and never eat out unless it's for something very specific, like a friend's birthday or a date or something like that. So just doing the small things, making small little tweaks. A lot of people turn off the alarm and go back to bed. Where, but the problem with that is your circadian rhythm, which I'll go more into depth when we're talking about sleep, but essentially it messes up and that's one of the reasons why so many people feel groggy for the first several hours of the day. The other, another reason is sleep deprivation, but one of the reasons why is because they hit that snooze button and then their brains goes, oh, we're going back to bed. Oh, no, we're not. And it causes problems. So just making small tweaks. Um, keeping your house clean, washing the dishes when you use them is a whole lot easier than washing off a pile of crusted up dishes. I don't actually do that one, but that is an example of doing small things. And then there's always the problem of procrastination. And that's the last thing I want to talk about today is procrastination. And I should know, I'm an expert at it. There's a reason why batching is very useful and why I need to make sure that I'm like two to three months out ahead of schedule. So I am great at procrastinating on things that don't have deadlines. And in fact, that is one of the principles that helps with procrastination is deadlines. Problem is so many of our higher goals are things that don't have deadlines. Like my first book did not have a deadline at all. Nobody knew I was writing. No, well, family knew I was writing, but that's about it. Uh, Nobody cared that I was writing. Nobody cared when the book was done. My business, there's a lot of deadlines, so I don't have any problem procrastinating with that. But another example is this podcast. I already said that I've been meaning to do it for two years. There was no deadline for me to get started on this. I knew I wanted to do it at some point, but I had no deadline to get started. Once I created a deadline, which was January of 2020, then I had to start doing it. And I had barely done anything to facilitate that beforehand. Like, I'd barely recorded all of my Season Zero episodes before it was January. And I went, oh, wait, 
I need to record some episodes real quick. And that's what those first three episodes were, was doing that to get slightly ahead so that way when I recorded these, I could get even more for ahead. So procrastinating, very difficult. Deadlines is a great tactic. Another great tactic is rewarding yourself. Your brain likes rewards. So make sure that when you do something that your brain sees a positive, immediate positive benefit from it. Because it doesn't matter if you're going to see lots of benefits from whatever you're doing two years from now. Your brain does not care. Your brain is like, no, this is not fun. Let's not do this again. There was no benefit from it. Let's just not do it. And that's one of the reasons why people have problems with, with procrastinating. I want to make sure to point out the book, The Now Habit. That's a great book on procrastinating. The other one is Solving the Procrastination Puzzle. Those are both great books on procrastination. So, and there's also a TED Talk. I don't remember its name, but I'm sure if you put TED Talk procrastination, you'll find it really easy. TED Talks are generally not hard to find. And so, all these different tactics, there's all these different tactics to help with procrastination. If you would like a more in-depth list on tactics of solving procrastination. I recommend reading those books. And I'm going into overtime now, and that pretty much covers everything that I wanted to talk to you today about. So I hope you enjoyed. Again, if you got value out of it, please share. Let your friends and family get benefits from it. And again, if you do not like it, please let me know and let me know what I can do to fix it and improve. Because we're all improving, we're all working on it, and that's what makes it, that's what makes things like this interesting is because you will be able to look back on the progress you've made and remember to make sure to keep track of your progress. Anyway, that was dumb. <laughs> anyway. Thank you for listening, and I hope you enjoyed. I'll see you next week.